Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Monday, and we are moving through the season after Epiphany. In this season, we start to hear about the beginning of Jesus' ministry. We travel with him from the time of his baptism until his transfiguration when he turns and makes his way to the cross. We begin our time of prayer this morning in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us pray to the pray, sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hands are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Isaiah, chapter 58. We read verses 1 through 9. Shout out and do not hold back. Lift up your voice like a trumpet. Announce to my people their rebellion, to the house of Jacob their sins. Yet day after day they seek me and delight to know my ways, as if they were a nation that practiced righteousness and did not forsake the ordinance of their God. They ask me for righteous judgments. They want God on their side. Why do we fast, but you do not see? Why humble ourselves, but you do not notice? Look, you serve your own interest on your fast day and oppress all your workers. You fast only to quarrel and to fight and to strike with a wicked fist. Such fasting as you do today will not make your voice heard on high. Is such the fast that I choose, a day to humble oneself? Is it to bow the head like a bulrush, and to lie in sackcloth and ashes? Will you call this a fast, a day acceptable to the Lord? Is not the fast that I choose, to loose the bonds of injustice, to undo the straps of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free, and to break every yoke? Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor into your house when you see the naked to cover them and to not hide yourself from your own kin? Then your light shall break forth like the dawn and your healing shall spring up quickly. Your vindicator shall go before you and the glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call and the Lord will answer. You shall cry for help and he will say, Here I am. Historians tell us that ancient pagans would offer sacrifices, make vows, perform acts of devotion, 
all to gain the attention and the favor of their gods. A favor that would mean good fortune for them, success in their endeavors, even success in a way that oppressed their their fellow countrymen or brought others under their their control or, or under their power. This worship flowed from their relationship to God, a, a relationship not based on love and faithfulness, but a re- relationship that was always grounded in the principle, what have you done for me lately? In this morning's reading from Isaiah, we see the prophet looking at worship, seeking t- to gain God's favor so that God would hear their prayer and set them free, and yet finding that God remains silent, that their prayers go unanswered, that nothing seems to work, no matter how hard they fast, no matter how devout they seem. Why? Well, Isaiah reminds us that the Lord's relationship with us is founded first on God's steadfast love and faithfulness to his people. God desires that God's people love and trust him above all else, and bates that love and trust in the remembrance of what God has already done for us. Before anything else, even before prayer and worship, comes God's own act of salvation that demonstrates his love for us, and in response comes our gratitude and love and devotion that binds us together as God and God's people. Then it is that God gathers us together in worship, and in that worshiping, God gives us his word that shows us then how we live and abide in God's love. A relationship with God begins with God's love that gathers us. It continues in our faith and love for God, and it reaches its fullness as we love God with our whole heart, and then begin to love our neighbor as ourself. And it is that type of life that God calls his people to return to when he speaks to the prophet. Remember that God saved us and loved us. Remember the word then that God gave us, the commandment, the covenant, a command to love God and to love our neighbor. And when we live in that love, when we we set free uh, people from oppression, when we, we respond to them in their hunger and thirst, when we remember that, then, then we live in that love. And then we gather together in worship. And when we come before God in worship, seeking God to just do something for us, well, we forget to trust that God already knows what we need even before we ask, and also at the same time praying as we neglect our neighbor or even praying for for something over our neighbor in need, we aren't actually coming closer to God in that worship, but moving farther and farther away. But when we trust God and love our neighbor, then we enter into a worship that glorifies God, that hears our prayers, and who comes and sets us free. We will hear Jesus teach in a similar way throughout the Sermon on the Mount, as Jesus leads us, as we follow him, back into faith, into this relationship of faith and love with God, and into the loving heart of our Heavenly Father. What begins in faith continues in love, And in that faith and love, God invites us to come and worship. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. 
Through your holy prophets you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially this morning, we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, and for all gifts of healing and forgiveness for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationship with others. For who else and for what else do we pray? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the church of Jesus Christ in every land, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom, and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted, honor all people, love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.